Hello, everybody. Kyle here, host of the Chaos and Shadow podcast. With the help of my co-host, Pagan, we put together an episode about NICAP, also known as the National Investigations Committee on Aerial Phenomena. In this week's episode, I'll be bringing you a brief overview of the organization, its strengths, its weaknesses, and its untimely fate. Join me for a story of CIA spooks and inventors who are working on some fringe science. I'll be noting all my sources below, and I highly encourage you to check out our vault notes, which are all the information we pulled together for our primary hour-long episode. And if you'd like to check that out, please do down below. NICAP was founded on October 24th of 1956 by inventor Thomas Townsend Brown. The organization was a non-profit UFO research group that courted many interesting names with even more prestigious backgrounds. The Board of Governors included several prominent figures, including Donald Kehoe, a major in the United States Marine Corps, and former chief of the Navy's guided missile program, Rear Admiral Delmer S. Farney. In terms of quality of membership, this privately formed organization seemed rather robust. However, it wasn't long before they fell on financial hardships. Though Thomas Brown had set up something good, he didn't have the money skills to navigate the waters around it. Just three months after its inception, in January of 1957, they were facing some really hard times. Farney took charge of the program following Brown's step down at the request of the board. Their financial problems and stability of leadership did not end there. April of 1957, another three months later, saw Farney resign from NICAP, citing personal issues, later disclosed that his wife was seriously ill. This meant it was time for Donald Kehoe to take charge. And things seemed to go decently well, but that wasn't long-lasted. Kehoe also lacked the financial skills to keep this nonprofit organization afloat. They would continue to bop around from decent finances to poor through the following years. Under Kehoe's reign, they established a monthly newsletter called The UFO Investigator. By 1958, NICAP had grown to over 5,000 members. And then in the 60s, the group grew by another 9,000 members, increasing the total to 14,000 at its peak. This was very much thanks to the UFO flaps that had been going on at the time, including the abduction of Betty and Barney Hill, which we covered previously on this channel and the podcast. We also see UFO cases like the Exeter incident and many more that take place throughout the 60s. Public interest in UFOs was high. This may have led to some of the more conspiratorial aspects, or maybe I should say some active shadow puppetry going on in NICAP. In 1964, NICAP published The UFO Evidence, a book detailing many reports systematically broken down based on the witnesses, their personal experiences, their training, radar tracking, types of objects, whether they thought it was intelligent control or otherwise. A very interesting book, which can actually be pulled totally for free right now off the CIA's website. Interesting. By the late 60s, Kehoe's leadership was coming to a close. He was charged with financial incompetence and authoritarianism. Kehoe also started to shift his focus when it came to who was covering up the UFO phenomenon. Previously, where he had blamed the military, he was now shifting his gaze to the CIA. 
infighting began to run rampant within the organization. Many people believed that they had actually been penetrated by the CIA. And according to some of these documents you can find online, it definitely appears that they were keeping tabs. And I would say very clearly they had someone on the inside. Their document breaks down the organizational structure of NICAP in great detail, including some hand-drawn diagrams. Within here, the CIA actually compliments them on the organizational structure, saying how detailed and rigorous they actually were at collecting information. This also points to the members in the group and what their qualifications were. As I quote, a breakdown of their backgrounds looked like the following. Seven PhDs, two MAS degrees or MS degrees, 23 bachelors of arts or sciences, one AA with two college trainings but no degrees. Occupationally, they included four physical scientists, 13 engineers, three college professors, 13 specialists, including a doctor, technician, computer programmer, and businessman. The organization also utilized legmen for investigations that are investigated over different areas through assistance. All investigators carried credentials identifying themselves as investigators for NICAP. They had a review editorial board that was in charge of making policy and informing people through a newsletter. From there, the CIA again goes to compliment them in saying they had done a great job in breaking up the country into regions and established investigators in each of those areas. Those people that signed up to be investigators had to be a minimum of 25 years of age, have formal training or experience in some branch of science or other specialized background. They had to have the ability to cover an area of at least 50 miles in diameter or of one hour's worth of drive time. The final thing I found very interesting in the document was that NICAP had an operational budget of $40,000 a year. Accounting for inflation, that would be something close to $350,000 in 2020. At that time, they had around 3,500 due-paying members. We see NICAP come to a close in 1980 as they published their very last newsletter. The organization dissolved later that year, and their archives were purchased by the Center for UFO Studies. As a guy who's just getting into ufology in a serious way and learning all the background stories, I found NICAP to be particularly interesting. This group existed at a time when there was a fever pitch in the United States to dive into UFOs. This was also during the Cold War. Tensions were high, and these people on this board throughout this organization were very skilled in their fields. They clearly had an interest in this subject matter and wanted to learn more. Looking into some of the more recent events, it's good to see that ufology is picking up once more, but it is a little sad to look back over its history, to see its highs and lows, and in this case, to see that the CIA may really have somehow hindered their organization. At the very least, they were keeping huge tabs. And this is at a time when the CIA was not above getting their hands extraordinarily dirty, both abroad and at home. In some supplemental reading, I heard that businesses that were owned by the CIA were somehow active or surrounding a bit of NICAP and its members. It just doesn't seem like this had a very safe or reliable start. The organization was immediately a target of some kind and suffered poorly at the hands of mismanagement. What the CIA's true involvement in NICAP was, we may never know, but I hope this story encourages you to dive deeper. If you're interested, please take a listen to our podcast, Chaos and Shadow. You can find the show on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, 
and more. Basically anywhere you can catch a podcast. I also encourage you to go check out our website where we have a submission form. If you've got a story of your own, please feel free to share it. We greatly appreciate the subscriptions, the likes, and the comments you leave here on this channel. It means a ton to us and keeps us going. Finally, I'd like to thank everyone that checks out our Patreon and subscribes over there. We have the vault notes for free, which are our episode show notes. We at the $5 level have a bonus podcast. Oh, I should also mention you, you get these episodes early. And if you're interested in pledging more, there's extra stuff for you. So get all your Chaos and Shadow paranormal content. In the comments below, let me know if you heard about NICAP before. What's your favorite organization? Are you aware of how many the U.S. had to chase UFOs? Oh yeah, we've got a lot to cover, so stay tuned. And hit that bell notification icon so you never miss an episode. Thanks for watching. <laughs>